All right, welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, I am giving a bit of a trip report. Oh, I've just come back from Orlando this week as we're recording. and I'm still a bit jet-lagged, as are the kids, as is Donna. <laughs> but I thought I'd just give a, an overview of the trip, how it went, what went well, what, what didn't. Um, I'm sure we'll cover more in, in the weeks ahead as well, because I did lots of stuff and I'll go into a bit more detail on it. But yeah, this week's just a bit of a trip report. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Okay, where should we where should we begin, Dan? Where should we begin? In the beginning. Oh, at the beginning, yeah, that's the best place, right? Mm. So the holiday or vacation. If uh, I've got the the lingo now, Dan. Vacation. Vac- yeah, is that is that the American lingo? So that's the American. Mean? I've got it, okay. Dan. <laughs> it didn't start particularly well. Mm. I mean, we've already had a chat about this, but let's pretend they could. How did it go, Ryan? Yeah. (laughs) So we woke up at three o'clock to feed Phoenix, three o'clock in the morning. We were going to be leaving for the airport about quarter past six, but he needed a feed. Mm -hmm. I just happened to check my phone, which was on charge, and saw a text from BA, Kirishis Airways, for anyone who doesn't know the acronym. (laughs) What did it say? It said, sorry, your flight's (laughs) cancelled. Yay! Not the, the the message you want to be receiving at 3am in the morning. No, no. On the morning of your travel. Yes. So that's basically what they said. Sorry, your, flight, your flight's cancelled. We booked you in for a, the flight tomorrow. That's right, it. Okay. Like, yeah. not particularly helpful. And we should say, like, the day before or the night before, the night we before. had a message saying the, the flight was basically really, really full. And they yeah. were asking people to check in hand luggage, weren't they? That's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then 3 a.m. we got that message. So I basically picked up the phone, figured out that, because I figured out that British Airways have a number that is basically always on. Okay. If your flight is affected or cancelled or something, which makes sense, which actually I yeah. was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I mean... I guess I, I would be pleasantly surprised, but I guess it makes sense, doesn't it? Because obviously you've got flights going all around the world, but all the times, basically. Yeah, exactly. I was pleasantly surprised that it was an option, and B, that they answered quite quickly. Yeah. Uh, because I was shaking in fear um, at this point. Understandably so. I spoke to someone who was tricky to speak to, and they basically gave me, I think, a couple of options. One was the flight tomorrow which we, we were already booked on we were flying premium we all they've already booked us into premium the next day okay. how that was going to work i don't know because it was like how is that flight not full but there we go yeah surprising considering there's there's is it five seats or six seats do you i, I presumably five because uh, you're not paying for pipe you know you don't pay for um phoenix right yeah that's well, right we um he, he sits on the lap basically yeah. when like the sky got yeah, or Sky Crib. If you're American, um, not British Airways, Ryan. It's it's a cot. It's a cot. Yeah, but Americans don't know what cots are. Yeah, well, they shouldn't be flying on British Airways then. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> they should be flying with uh, American Delta. Airlines or American Airlines or Delta. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I was on the phone to them, and then I was like, "Are there any options, basically, for today?" And I think yeah. they gave me two. One was 
to fly to Dublin, then to Philadelphia, I think. Oh, oh yes, I remember you saying that. I don't really know where Philadelphia is. No, I, I, I don't either. Um, I know, I know the smooth spread-like substance that you can put on crackers. <laughs> I'm Tom guessing Hanks that's not the film. one they're talking about. Oh, Philadelphia. Yeah, I know. There's a film called Philadelphia. I've never seen it. Uh, oh, okay. It's just slightly southwest of of New York. Okay, so it wasn't a million miles away, really. No, um, no, that it would have been like on the track of that you would normally take. Yeah, um, but I think the Philadelphia change was quite a wait in Philadelphia, and okay. then we opted to go Gatwick to Dublin, and then Dublin to Orlando, mm-hmm. and thought, okay, that's not the end of the world. Um, but we got to the airport. We, this is with Air Lingus. We went to the Air Lingus desk and they had no reference to the booking that British Airways had made and nice. sent and sent us. So they sent us a reference. Okay. The woman on the phone confirmed it. Who, what, BA sent you the reference? BA, yeah. Okay. And then, from what we understand now, they do partner on things like this quite a lot. Right. Um, We got to Air Lingus and they and they basically like no, you haven't been confirmed in the flights. Mm. Um, up until this point, we still basically Piper woke up and Donna sat her down and said, "We might not be going on holiday today. We just have to see what's going on." Yeah. And she was actually like, "Okay with it." It was me. I was the emotional one, to be honest. <laughs> but I had spent like almost an hour and a half on the phone to various airlines. Yeah, yeah. So we we got there and thankfully we got there early because. I, I think we were like second or third in the queue. What, into Gatwick early? Yeah, and okay. we were kind of at the Aer Lingus desk. We found out that basically there was only one woman at the airport that could check people people in from British Airways. Um, so the guy was like, you need to go over there. She managed to sort, sort us out, but by the time she'd done us, it probably took 25 minutes or so. By the time right. she'd done us... Um, Sorry, don't sit down. It's very mean. <laughs> and like there was a huge key behind us. Right. Okay. I wonder whether so there were quite a few people in the same boat, perhaps. Exactly. Yeah. There, there were definitely people, loads of people there um, yeah. in the same situation. Um, we managed to get an earlier flight. There were two flights to Dublin from Gatwick. We managed, they, she managed to get us on the earlier one, but it basically meant that we had to home alone it through security. To, to check in you didn't leave a child at home did you you didn't uh no Phoenix or piper no the only one that we would like to, like to have left at home is mccorney colking because he's a bit weird but you know <laughs> both of our children were fine good good so we had to yeah that's the quickest like we had to get through security and which was fine and um, we didn't have time like by this point like we hadn't eaten anything so mm-hmm. we had to just kind of just get on the plane basically and then fly to dublin Dublin Airport, eh, it's not great. No, you won't be doing that route again. The food was quite possibly one of the worst meals I've ever eaten in my life. What, the food in the airport? In the airport. like, a, okay. like a, It was like a pub kind of place. and It was like a chicken burger. It was unbelievably expensive. Okay, yeah, I suppose not too surprising airports. Yeah, yeah. airport, you kind of get it, but it was like unbelievably expensive and it tasted like, um, you know, those burgers that you microwave? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like worse than that. It tasted like, you you know, like the southern fried chicken you get in like packets, like cold, and then you have to put them in the oven. Um, Yeah. It it tasted like they got that, but put it in a microwave instead of the oven. Nice. Okay. It wasn't good. And I mean, thankfully we had a, at this point we were like, Jesus, we need a beer and we got a drink. Um, the only good thing I will say about the airport is that you managed to you go through US customs Dublin side rather than the US side because of the special relationship that Ireland has with the US. Oh. Oh so, okay. Yeah. What, so, so when you landed in Florida, you didn't have to go through security. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Which was quite nice actually. Yeah. Imagine it's uh, lots shorter queue at Dublin side. I'm guessing that it, it, wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too right. bad. Probably about 20 minutes. <clears throat> okay, maybe a bit well, less than that. 
who knew so yeah if you if you want to fly to dublin and do it then by all means you can <laughs> i wouldn't recommend it no well i think the route itself was fine but i Aer Lingus were they were fine the, the leg from gatwick to dublin was fine because it's like mm. short haul we kind of expected it you're paying for your own drinks that's like classic short haul the yeah. quality between short haul and long haul there is no difference right okay Okay. The, there was no Wi-Fi on the um, plane, which meant like ha- like half the TV systems and things were, wasn't working. There was no, uh, the space was terrible in economy. Um, and it's not me being like, oh, I was flying premium and now I'm in economy. It wasn't <laughs> great. Like the seats yeah. were falling apart as well. Uh, okay. See, I, I didn't even realize that Aer Lingus flew, to, flew internationally. Well, maybe they don't. And maybe, <laughs> but it it wasn't. They weren't great. The the staff were like a bit pants as well. Like I think right. they came like once for drinks, once for for a meal, which was not great. And then they went. They all went off to have like a two hour sleep. Okay, okay. In the middle of the day, that's a bit odd. I I could understand that on the leg home. Yeah, but, but there was no one around for like two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's weird. It was really weird, and 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 I know we we didn't book on in advance, so we couldn't order a kids meal. But mm-hmm. all three options for food by the time it got to us, I think there were only two left, and they were both like incredibly spicy. Right. So Piper couldn't not, eat anything. Yeah, not suitable for Piper. So, you, but she basically ended up having, I think, like there was like a side of pasta, wasn't there? You probably won't be able to hear, Donna. But I think there was like a side of pesto pasta that came with the meal, and she okay. had that and like a bit of bread. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. that and that was it. Which right. I'm not necessarily going to blame, put the full blame on Aer Lingus for because we could, as I said, we couldn't order the kids' meal. But True. that's not really good enough that your only options are like super spicy. It does suggest that the food is pretty bad. If if all your if to add flavor, you have to add like ridiculous spices to it. <laughs> yeah, it feels like yeah, it feels like they. It feels like they could accommodate some like backup kids options, couldn't they? Yeah, but yeah, for those sort of situations. But and we had to pay for drinks, right? Okay, which is weird on on a long haul flight. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's because I, I guess if you bought if you you know book the tickets through Aer Lingus, it will be a lot cheaper than like BA. Oh, and that's probably why it's a lot cheaper than BA because you know you're not you're having to pay for you know extra bits on top yeah um, i would i would assume so but it wasn't the best of flights i can imagine probably the worst long-haul flight i've ever been on to be honest yeah and i've been yeah. and i've yeah. been to orlando a lot i've been to india a few other places you know it it was the, easily the worst one i've been on mm-hmm. the plane was just in in not not a good state at all um would you agree Donna said it's the worst thing she's ever experienced in her life. Okay. And she and, and I said to Dan, but uh, yeah, she got quite um poorly on the on the plane as well. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, the stress, yeah. you know, all of that kind of thing. Uh, we're gonna use this podcast in, in reference to our case against BA, so that's why we're adding all of this in. Um <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't great. But I will say landing into Terminal C, Terminal C is just outstanding. Yeah, nice, is it? All shiny. Oh, it's really nice, like brand new. It kind of looks like um, the new Epcot um, Connections Cafe. It's oh, just like okay. <laughs> shiny, white, um, yeah. lots of like cool stuff happening. We- you are? Yeah, it won't stay like that. But it was <laughs> it, it was a great, uh, really good airport, both going out and, um, and flying home, actually. Yeah, I so- guess you didn't experience the security or the... the um... No. I can never remember what it's called. Immigration bit. No, we um, didn't. Uh, and actually, the security coming back was was pretty good, actually. Oh, of course. Yeah, going the other way. Yeah. But I, I think that's because they haven't got an awful lot of airlines stationed in Terminal C yet. Mm. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I thought it was meant to be like the international That's what I thought. Terminal. But I know Virgin is still flying into Terminal A or whatever, A or B, whichever one it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really only... <laughs> Aer Lingus, British Airways, and a few others. I think there were yeah. only like 
seven. There's not many. And I think there's even some domestic ones as well going into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, I didn't think was the purpose, but unless they're going to shift them all around at some point. But... Maybe, but it was, it was um, yeah, it's a good terminal, actually. And um, other than the, the fact that there are no trolleys, really, when you get coming back the other way, when we got off the Mears bus, there's no trolleys on the ground floor. Oh, okay. so we had like 10 bits of luggage yeah. plus our backpacks and we had to like somehow carry them all up, get into a lift, go to the second floor to check in. I had like two buggies in bags like around me plus um, a backpack plus a suitcase. Donna was like carrying Phoenix and had bags and things. It wasn't good. So I will um, I will tweet they're pretty good online, actually, Orlando at airport. So I will let them know that actually just put like 20 trolleys downstairs because there's not many people getting off the Mears buses there, but there's right. enough where a few trolleys would make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like sense. $7 a trolley as well. So they'd make money from it. Oh, you got to rent them, do you? Oh, it's ridiculous. I think it's $7. It's so wow. expensive. Okay. I never realized that. I, I never realized that because obviously, you know, if there's only like three of us traveling, then we just have like one suitcase each and don't need one yeah. but yeah as soon as you sort of start getting kids and things like that and all their bits and pieces then it adds up yeah so we we got there kind of got to the the luggage thing we were like oh god as our luggage made it from gatwick to dublin to orlando right. that, was, that was all that was all fine so you know that's good criticize Lingus in terms of the actual flight but in terms of the hand handling of luggage and everything it was fine yeah and it did come through really quickly, actually, to be fair. Okay, that's good. Um, and yeah, really smooth airport. We went down to Mears because um, we booked like the bus. Mm-hmm. That was all fine because we were late. But I think they, your, your pass is activated for like 48 hours. So right, okay. basically so we checked in at the whenever desk. Whenever you rock up. Basically, checked yeah. in at the desk, gave them the QR, um, gave them the QR code, and they were, they were like, I'll oh, just take a seat and we'll call you when there's a bus going. And it was probably like 10 minutes, I would say. And then and then they basically sent a bus to three or four Disney hotels. Um, and the guy the guy was just like, you know, oh, at least you're here now. <laughs> yep. Which is like, yeah, which is true. But it's just like, it's a bit of a hellish journey to go through to then get there. Yeah. But I mean, the kids were pretty good, to be fair. And right. Well, that's good. That's good. They were pretty good. I think there was about an hour on the plane where basically everything hit the fan all at once. But <laughs> that's about it. And and to be honest, that day, given all the stress that we were showing mm-hmm. and how long it was, an hour of a day where a three-year-old and a four-month-old four is unhappy and Donna was unhappy all at the same time is actually not too bad. Yeah, it could it could have been it could have been a lot worse. So there's that. What is it? Small Mercy or whatever it is. So that was all good. And then like checking into the hotel, we were all star movies this time. All good there. We managed to get rooms um adjoining with my parents. Okay, cool. That's handy. That's handy. Why are you laughing? <laughs> That's yeah. Um which was which was handy. Um they checked yeah, checked us in, gave gave Piper and Phoenix badges, like first time visit and I'm celebrating for Piper. I'm so. Oh, okay, okay. The Disney badges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought you, I thought you were like, as in I'm, as in you were celebrating. Oh, no, I have I was like, like oh, I'm celebrating badges, and I think her yeah. said some being back at Disney. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they just write it on, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I can't. I don't think we had any. Did we have anything to eat that night? I, we can't, but neither of us can remember that night. It's just, I, a, I, just a blur. Yeah. I think we may have shared chicken nuggets, actually. Chicken tenders. What, at the, at the hotel? Yeah, I think we... And, and I will say this. Mm. Disney's chicken tenders are consistently incredible. Oh, they're bang on, aren't they? The, they the, the size of them as well. They're enormous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get like a... Um... <laughs> Is it like a five piece? I think it's four. It's four, five if you're lucky. Yeah, and they're enormous. It's like you're getting half a chicken. I know. Like yeah. next year, because Phoenix will be eating next year. We're on the, we've got the dining plan. He doesn't get the dining plan because he's under three. 
but like but the kids meals there's yeah. they're not great in their variation but mm. they're, they're they're big enough to feed two kids right okay so well two kids of four and one next year yeah so like she'll be sharing all of her meals with him yeah that makes sense that makes sense and not to mention obviously you got like snacks throughout the day anyway so you know yeah plenty uh, i will say though that that disney one thing before i get into like the things that we did one thing that we noticed is a how expensive disney is hmm. yeah. incredibly expensive and when we were out there everything went up overnight by about nine percent oh like they put up all the drink prices all the food prices all like a lot of the merch and stuff went up I think between like five and nine percent overnight. Um, and, okay. I mean, this comes from a Bob Iger when he rejoined what last year, saying that the parks are too expensive, <laughs> and he was going to yeah. do something about it. Well, he hasn't. He's just put it up nine percent, and like annual passes and tickets all went up as well. Right. Okay. Was that like a was that like a publicized thing that they were they were going up or? Yeah. Well, it, it, I think it was the next morning or the evening before. Right. And I quietly did it. Oh, uh, okay. But like you're Cheeky. talking like nearly a dollar on some stuff. Yeah, it's quite. I mean, a lot. It's not insignificant. Like a ten, essentially a ten percent increase on everything. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very expensive. And one thing that actually my mum pointed out first, we noticed that no, almost nobody is carrying around Walt Disney World carry bags. Mm-hmm. Like you'd see, like almost everyone with a bag like you know walking around and that it's not like they're not giving them out because they are like whenever you buy something they still give them to you yeah um yeah. it's not like over here where they charge you 5p or whatever um no one's doing no one's really buying anything other than yeah. food i mean that's not i guess it's not too surprising is it given given the cost of everything um you know the cost of getting in and everything like that and i guess like these days a lot of sort of like the disney merch maybe not specific things that you can get in the parks but people can buy them on amazon and things like that can't they um, yeah and it, you know it's still going to be disney stuff that the kids are going to enjoy and play with and that sort of stuff so you know, it was quite surprising probably, i think it's the yeah. first time I've, I've really noticed that there's just not an army of people buying merch the only exception really is world of disney which was just absolutely ridiculous like hmm. just insane like just too busy in there yeah I wonder if that's another. I wonder if that's another element of it in terms of like, you know, people just buy their stuff from World of Disney when they go to Disney Springs because there's, you know, is there any point in carrying everything around the parks if you can just yeah. go to Disney Springs and get the same stuff? Well, also they don't do the hotel stuff anymore. They don't send your stuff back to the hotel. Oh, do they not? They paused that during COVID and haven't brought it back. Um, ah. my knowledge. So that's probably another factor. So if you, you know yeah. you do Springs morning or afternoon or day. You get all your shopping done, but certainly mm-hmm. in the parks, there's, there was not many people with merch, um, and most of it, you, as you said, you can buy in World of Disney, apart from like the new, the the park specific stuff, stuff like the Epcot merch that we spent like half hour talking through a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, which you know I purchased. Hmm. I didn't see the Spaceship Earth actually. Um, oh, the the light up one, light up one, which actually probably Donna's quite happy about because I would have bought that. <laughs> um no i didn't see it okay okay i wonder if they well it's it been so popular that they sold out i guess they had spirit okay. they had spirit jerseys still right i guess there's probably buckets of them on ebay probably yeah probably um so that was the i guess the hotel was all stars like all pretty much all stars are the same we were fortunate to be staying in the toy story section though which like could not have been better for piper of course yeah it, it was great. Like the rooms are great. They've been recently done, I think, during COVID or just before. Um, so they're all great. Like everything's USB, which is amazing. So like, nice. I bought like five US adapters because I always lose them every year and didn't need one. I think Donna used one, but didn't need any of the others. Yeah, I think that's definitely getting better, isn't it? Like as you yeah. go to like hotels and things like that, which makes it a downside easier because obviously, you know, as you say, you don't have to carry quite so many adapters around. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, room size room sizes was good. Like it was a bit a little bit crammed with like a cot in there as well, but it was fine. Like it's a good size room. Okay. Um, and then in terms of new things we did, just kind of going through a bit of a list. I've got uh so I've covered the flight and Air Lingus being terrible. Hmm. Uh 
Tron. So we did Tron on our on our first day. Or as Piper calls it, Sean. Sean, okay. Sean. Okay. Yeah. I don't, don't quite see the connection. No, not a um... way. I think she misunderstood. I think maybe I was speaking fast. I don't know. It probably is me. And right. she thought I said Sean. Oh, okay. And it stuck. And now it's stuck. And now we so... just call it Sean. Yeah, no, I, it's nice. It's nice. He's like, Mummy and Daddy's going on Sean. <laughs> yeah, we've got a few funny looks. Yeah, it's when she starts saying, Yeah, Daddy's riding Sean. That's. I've been walking questionable. Mummy's riding Sean, to be honest. <laughs> but um, I think the first time we rode it, actually, I enjoyed it the most because we got, I think, boarding group four on our first day. Okay. Basically, got to the park, got our Starbucks as is the standard, mm-hmm. and got called. Yeah, yeah. So we went sense. straight on it. There was no queue, um, which is great. We didn't even do their little preview room, which, by the way, I think is totally pointless. It is completely pointless. Yeah, so um, stupid. It, yeah, it's it's not even like that big of a reveal. No, it's just like okay, um, and especially when it the first time we went on it, uh, it it wasn't working, and so we were just like. You just casually just walk through this random door and nobody really knew what was going on or where to go. It's such a small room as well. It just seems mm. to like, all it does is hold the queue back. Yeah, it's just a bottleneck. It's like, it's completely pointless. It's such I, a bad I, design. I thought there'd be a, like a video in there that kind of better integrated you into the game yeah. or the grid, but it, it doesn't at all. Like, it's just, it's really, like they, they just kind of seem to have half-assed it. Yeah, it's just like a few little lights, isn't it? And then yeah. and then the screens open up or whatever, and you can see the track behind it. It's like okay. Yeah, I mean it's cool, like it's it's a cool effect, but like sure. I don't know why you need to like go into small groups to see. No, it. you don't need to like stop the queue for that. Like they could be doing that at yeah, you know, every every minute or so. Yeah. As people are waiting in the queue. Like um, they do in Velocicoaster where you see it go you see it go past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't need it doesn't need to be like some weird reveal that half the time they don't have they don't use it anyway, it seems. Yeah. But the ride itself was much better than I was expecting. Okay. I did really enjoy it and I think Don did as well. Yeah, I mean it it, it, was, it is a good ride. It, it's um I mean it certainly shouldn't have taken as long as it did to build it. Um but I mean it's a solid coaster. Yeah, it's a good addition to the park. Oh yeah, absolutely. Considering like it, it definitely kind of needs it because obviously to like balance out some of the, um, some of the kids stuff. Like it, it could do with that extra coaster. Yeah, definitely. I think we did it three times. I think we did it three times. And what across it, the across the course of the trip? Yeah, across the course of the trip, and um, maybe it was twice. It was two or three times, but uh, really enjoyed it. I definitely, um, I'm definitely keen to go back on it. I just don't think the virtual queue is that great on it unless you're like in the first few groups because the yeah, second yeah. time we we rode it we uh my dad was looking after the kids we thought okay we'll be half hour mm-hmm. once we got into the queue we were like an hour and 10 minutes waiting to ride it and it's like yeah. what's the point in a virtual queue yeah like for an hour's queue that's a, it's a bit much isn't it because we well and we had that and it may have even been longer than an hour that we had to wait at one point, but it was so hot. It was so hot when we were queuing at that point. Um, but what we found is people were queuing with the expectation that their boarding group will be called by the time they get to the check-in bit. So oh, basically right. there were like more people in the queue than there should have been um, because they're just like trying to get in there earlier. And it's kind of like, well, you have like a window of time yeah. when your boarding group is called. You don't have to rush there straight away. Yeah, I mean, the Guardian really works much better. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's a good idea to mix the virtual queue with Lightning Lane. That's what that's what ruins it. Because right, the Lightning okay. Lane is clogging up the virtual queue, making the virtual queue longer than it needs to be. I mean, the same is true of any, every ride. But oh, wow. yeah. I think in particular, those two, when the whole idea and purpose behind a virtual queue is that you don't have to wait in an actual line. Yeah. That's the definition of a virtual queue. <laughs> yeah. so I, I just think that they've just got it a bit wrong. Yeah, I don't know what I, I don't know what it is. Whether they whether they're letting too many groups in at a time, um, 
and therefore you know buckets of people are coming in and it's just flooding the queue um but yeah it certainly feels like they should be able to manage it a little bit better and get that queue time down so that you know you're not waiting an hour well when we went in the first time there were no lightning lanes going in as well because it was quite early i think it was like maybe quarter to nine or something right so that that helped but yeah, yeah uh, the ride itself i thought was great and uh, it's a good addition to the park um the other th- so a couple of other new experiences that we did were we managed to get on the Moana Journey of Water Journey of Water starring featuring Moana yeah uh, at Epcot and it is in essence an adult splash pad but we did enjoy it okay I was, I was gonna say an adult splash pad or is it I mean it's mostly aimed at kids really isn't it well it, it is but it's not like you your traditional smash pad where you just go go in and get soaked right okay there is a part that where you can do that right if, you, if you're kids i mean you could do it if you're an adult if you wanted to but <laughs> you might get some looks but you're on holiday <laughs> you're on holiday yeah it is actually it, it's really um it's a great experience okay still feels a bit odd in epcot it feels like you suddenly go from epcot into animal kingdom but yeah the views of spaceship earth throughout the attraction are great all of the interactive features were working perfectly when I think maybe the second time we did it, one thing was broken, but I was going to say, every, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. I, they were like the second time we did it, like one of the jets was like not hitting the target. It was just like okay. splashing the wall and then like hitting everyone. Um, but I mean, who knows, like could go like the haunted mansion queue and just break uh, uh, over like 12 months. But yeah, I would have loved to have done it at night. Didn't get the chance to, but I've absolutely loved it. Um, we, I, I thought it was much better than it was going to be, to be honest. Did you say to me before that it's was it like a virtual queue? Thing? It was because we it was we got we did it twice during previews. Okay, so basically you could do your virtual queue for Guardians, and your virtual you could also do the virtual queue for Moana at the same time. Okay, and it was like a queue. It was a very weird way of doing it because you had to then you got a QR code per person. Right, and you had to queue. Once you got called, you had to queue for a cast member to then scan every individual QR code oh, before okay. you go into the actual attraction. It was right. not the way of doing it, to be honest. Huh. Which it clogged up the line more than it needed to, but it wasn't long, like maybe five ten minutes. Okay, that's not bad. Is it? Is it? Do you know if it's it's going to be virtual queues when it officially I don't think opens? It since it opened, it okay. opened. On the 16th, I think. 16th. So literally the, the day we were leaving, it opened. Oh, okay, the Monday. Uh, I don't yeah. think it was much. I don't think it's been virtual queue all week. Okay. It doesn't, to be honest. No, it feels. It does feel like it just needs to be like a walkthrough thing. It doesn't feel like you need a, a ticket. I guess because it was just in previews. Yeah, it kind of made sense. Why. And it was a bit clunky, and that makes sense because it's in previews. Yeah, uh, and if they can control the number of people going through it, then it probably makes it a bit easier for... Yeah maintaining it um, i mean the first, again the first time we went through it, it was quite early in the day it was quite nice second time was a bit busier but i didn't feel like anyone was like hogging spaces or anything like that people were like quite happy to just have a go on it move on and mm-hmm. there's, there seems to be quite a few spaces for each of the things for people to try right. so how, how how long did you spend in in it probably first time maybe 20 minutes second time maybe 10 hmm. i'd say i guess okay it's quite short. It's quite short. Right. The actual walkthrough bit. Yeah. Like if you've not got... You're going to say if you haven't got kids. kids I, took, yeah. I reckon you'd be out in under five minutes. Right. Okay. Like, especially after... Maybe the first time, 10, because you want to try every single thing. Mm-hmm. Second time, mm-hmm. probably five minutes. Yeah. That definitely... That's why, that's why it feels so weird, because it's, it feels like it's going to be one of these things that you would just kind of walk through. And then be like, oh, yeah, that's nice. And then you'll keep on walking to whatever attraction you were going towards. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, there will be kids wanting to play there. But it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't feel like a long-lasting attraction. I don't know. Like, I know for the time being, like, we'll definitely be doing it every time. But, like, Piper loves more water. I'm sure Phoenix will as well when he's watching stuff. Yeah. And I want to do it at night definitely like it looks from the videos i've seen amazing at night but 
I, I wouldn't say we'd necessarily be rushing to it every time. No, and probably not spending a vast amount of time there. No. I mean, Piper, to be fair, Piper could have probably easily spent like an hour in there. Yeah. <laughs> so like it, it does, it fulfills its purpose for, for kids, but then also it does feel like you're on a bit of a conveyor belt in that you're moving from one interactive thing to the next to the next. Okay. So like you can't, you can stop and stay around for, for a certain points, but there are cast members kind of pointing people right. in the right direction and that kind of thing. Whether that right. was just for previews, I don't know. I was, yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if when it's officially open or now that it is officially open, I wonder if it'll be different. Um, can you go in? Well, I, you may not know the answer to this because of previews, but can you go in either way? You go in one way, you come out the, you come out an exit that is basically next to it. Oh, okay, okay. It's basically a loop walk round, and then you're out basically the same way you came in. Right. It's, okay. It is too. There's an entrance and an exit, but they're basically next to each other. So there's right. no way of going from one side of whatever they call it in Epcot now um, to the other side. It's literally. It's round by um, past Nemo mm-hmm. to the right of Nemo, like as you're walking to, towards Spaceship Earth and the exit on the left hand side. It's the entrance is there and then the exit is also there. So you'll come back back out basically walking towards Nemo and the land. Oh, okay. So you can't walk th- right. Okay. So you can't walk through it to get to something else. You can't walk through it to get to Guardians right. or anything. So. Yeah. And they're probably going to stop people from going in the exit. So it probably is like one way. Yeah. Well, the the exit literally, literally, it's next to. You, yeah. There's no point in going in the exit anyway. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Which I thought, I thought the entrance was one side and the exit was another, but it's not. Yeah, I would, I I would have assumed it was going to be like a walk through thing rather than a walk round. Yeah, and you know, yeah. I, but I feel looks, like a walk through would make more sense, but anyway. Yeah, but it, it looks amazing. We had a lot of fun in it. It was much better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. The queue for Moana, like she was meeting the first time we went, it was ridiculous, probably well over an hour. So we didn't get to do it. It doesn't really feel like they've thought that one through because the queue for her is like outside to the left of the, like they should have built something a bit more integrated. Um, but, you know, this Classic, is Disney. isn't it? This yeah. is Disney in 2023. Um, the other new thing at Epcot is the Figment meet and greet. Oh, yeah. I mean, his line was dead. Oh, okay. okay. We were there quite early, to be fair. Right. And I think the day that we did it, Figment was closed, the actual ride. Right, okay. So it was down for refurbishment for one day. Yeah, so I mean, that ride doesn't get it doesn't get busy anyway. But it wasn't getting like the people coming off the ride and going, oh, let's go and meet him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even still, I mean, we're not talking about many people, Ryan. We're talking, you know, How you can count you? on hands. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you know, uh, listeners know that I'm not the biggest fan of that attraction, and I'm I welcome an update. Yeah. No, I like the attraction, Donna, but the old version, as I've said to you many times, was much better. <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm getting old bullshit in the background. <laughs> but the yeah, so the first day actually, he did have a bit of a line, and we said to Piper we'd do it the next time, uh, and then we got to the Epcot at like eight, I think. Mm-hmm. And then he his line opened at nine, and we basically got in. I think there was like two families in front of us. Oh, okay, that's good. And Piper loved loved it actually. Yes, yeah, because I saw a few pictures, and she's obviously a lot more comfortable with the fur characters this time than than last time. Well, last time and the time before, like you couldn't get close to a fur character without her crying or yeah. running away. Um, I, I, Goofy was the one. I think it was Goofy first, wasn't it? Goofy was the one that convinced her otherwise, because Goofy, she she carried the cuddly toy around everywhere every day, um, yeah. and then we saw him in Hollywood Studios, and there wasn't that long of a line, mm-hmm. so we got in line. Like I, I was there, Donna was there, my dad was there, and kind of like convinced her it'd be okay. He annoyingly we got to the front of the line, and the cast member was like, "Oh, he's got to go and do something now. He'll be back in about ten minutes." I was like, we're like literally next. Um, yeah. But actually, the goofy came over to me and was like, um, he said like he well he didn't say but he signed like he'd be back, um, and gave me like a. Well, he didn't. He didn't sort of say I just got to drop the kids at the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just got to drop Max off at the pool. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was good. Like, 
that he's had, we had a little bit of an interaction before then he came mm. back. Ease um, it in. Yeah. And then she liked, she liked that. And then the each with each character interaction she had, she got better and better. Um, That's good. So Figment, yeah, she really enjoyed it. I mean, you would have seen it, but I also took a photo by myself of Figment. Yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we I'm did, a little surprised. We did all the photos and I was like, and she was like, oh, thanks. The, the, the photographer. And I was like, can I have a photo? Just me. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> then she was like, <laughs> and you're just like, this one's just for me. Yeah. But actually, in person, the costume looks pretty good, I have to say. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like a bad one, does it? It's like proportionally, this obviously the size is a bit weird, isn't it? Given the attraction and all that sort of stuff. But but when we when we saw it on the on the parks panel video, it looked terrible. But actually, in in person, it works quite well and looks pretty cool. Okay. Um. So we did that. She also met Daisy. Um. She met Mickey Mouse. We met Mickey Mouse as well on our second to last. Well, our last full day at Magic Kingdom, we met Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And then she also met um Belle and. Alice from Alice in Wonderland in Epcot both had by chance quite short lines as we were walking past. Oh, okay, that's good. I will say that Alice had perhaps the worst British accent I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Which was... is surprising to a degree, isn't it? Because well, obviously they hire obviously they have like English people in the English in like the UK pavilion, but yeah. I guess she wasn't English. Right. If if she was, she was it was no accent I'd ever heard. It was like um, it was like. Imagine if Dick Van Dyke had been told he needs to be posh instead of Cockney. Yeah, that's how bad it was. Maybe that's what they were going for. They would just be like, "Well, you know, we passed off Dick Van Dyke, so we can get away with Alice." <laughs> but I mean, Piper loved it. Like, you know, we're kind of nitpicking a bit, but it was bad. But but yeah, Piper Piper loved the characters this time. Like next time we go, we'll definitely spend more time. with like meeting characters we've already because we're going for both their birthdays next year we've mm-hmm. already decided now we know that they're both okay uh piper's birthday we're going to do a princess um breakfast oh yeah uh, phoenix's birthday we're going to do like the the mickey and friends at like the contemporary or something like that yeah i mean you're assuming that phoenix will be okay with it yeah yeah we are <laughs> that is a big assumption to make in uh eight months but yeah we think he'll be all right yeah. Um. What else did I did I do? Oh, we did um the new minion attraction. Oh yes, I was trying to think earlier. I was trying to think what new stuff would have been at Universal, and that's probably it. That was it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it was all right. That? It was okay. Okay. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Um, Donald, I think liked it more than I did, to be honest. Right. But uh, you know, we didn't have Piper with us. So okay. you know, I think it is more like a, a family attraction. We did mm. the first thing we did at Universal was that. Uh, and I do it again, I did enjoy it, but it's um kind of you know, it is what it is. I I forget, is it do you stand on a travelator thing? Or you do stand you walk on, on you have a spot, you stand on the okay. travelator, and then you've got your like gun that you're basically shooting at screens. Mm-hmm. Um the screens like everywhere, like behind you in front to the side and, and things like that. Uh, and also, I was I was um, in the top ten for the day. Just saying. So let's, not, let's not mention that it was quite early on in the day. <laughs> I did check later in the day, and I was still in the top ten. Okay, okay. First time, first time. You got to improve next time you see us. You know. Number one next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like a it sounds it sounds like something a little different, isn't it? Because obviously, traditionally, those sort of like gun games attractions. Are uh, you're in a in a car and all that sort of stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So it's it's a bit of a different way of doing it. So I'm 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 intrigued to try it. Yeah, I'm enjoy. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I de- definitely do it again. I do wish that the trigger was hold down to fire rather than press it every time you need to fire. Oh, okay, okay. Guns are a bit bulky, and like after a couple of minutes of keep hitting the trigger, y- it starts to hurt. Right. But then, you know, you can't be complaining when you're in the top 10, so. <laughs> um, 
So you say the guns are a bit bulkier. Would would Piper have been okay? I don't think so, actually, no. I think it would have been too big. Would you agree? The the guns and the minion attraction. She wouldn't have been able to. No, I don't think so. Why did she not go on it? Was it a height restriction? No, we didn't go. We didn't take the kids to Universal. Oh, okay. Okay. So we did one day at Universal, and my parents had the kids, and then they did one day at Universal, and we had the kids. Right, I see. Because there's, there's nothing there for them, really. Yeah. At, that, at that age, there's just very yeah, not a huge amount, is there? She like, would have loved uh, Harry Potter, like walking around because she likes Harry Potter now, and mm-hmm. um, would have enjoyed ET, would have liked minions and things. But uh, we wouldn't have had time to do everything if we'd taken the kids, and we only have one day at the park. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense, isn't it? When they're a little bit older, and, and also, obviously, the Universal Park doesn't have the, the kids' area at the moment, does it? No, that's obviously no, under, under construction. Um, but yeah, so that makes that makes sense. Um, I'll was that was up... that the only new thing at Universal? Yeah, I think, other than yeah. Horror Nights. Um, oh yeah, but I think maybe I'll do another episode on Horror Nights specifically, so we can cover off like yeah, because there's like all the houses to talk about, isn't there? So that houses makes sense. and things like that. Yeah, so I'll probably do another episode on that. Uh-huh. Um, in terms of places we ate, mm. I would say all were pretty good, other than. The cellar. I, I, I can hear the pain in your voice, Ryan. Yeah. Having to say that, it, I, I had a good meal. Yeah, it was quite stressful anyway because Phoenix was a bit unsettled. Um, okay. but they got the, the service wasn't great to be honest. The my mum's salad because she just wanted a salad. Um, like she had ordered an appetizer. I think it was like nineteen dollars, and they were like, it was like one beetroot and a couple of. Like lettuce leaves, Damn, it was like that's a, that's a know, pricey like, salad, fancy food. Yeah, it was like that, and it was like my mum said it was like the one one of the worst things she's ever eaten in her life. Um, it's surprising for an appetizer because you normally expect them to be enormous. Well, yeah, and and and, and I, I mean, I had the poutine last year, and it was quite big, right? But yeah, the, the I mean, it didn't it said it looked like nice, but mm-hmm. it was well, there wasn't much to it, not for twenty dollars. Yeah. Donna's steak was cooked wrong. I mean, it was cooked wrong anyway because she asked for it medium to well done, which is not how you eat steak. But um, <laughs> I know you're in agreement with her on this. But yeah, I, mean, I, w- I would have gone the same. Gordon Ramsay would have given you both a dry slap if you'd ordered that at his restaurant. <laughs> but they got the, they got Donna's order wrong. They the, the manager did come out and say, "Look, we'll give you a free dessert," mm-hmm. um, which they didn't have to do. But and then Piper's meal is a kids' meal. They basically, you know, like posh carrots that are basically not cooked and you still have the skin on them. Uh, yeah. That was her side. And it was like, they were like hard carrots. Okay. Um, and then she had macaroni and cheese and it wasn't macaroni and cheese. It was like pasta shells with like melted cheese mixed into it. Okay. It wasn't macaroni and cheese. Like it was, it's I mean, she enjoyed it. It was effort at it. Yeah. She enjoyed it, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. Yeah. But my steak was great. Uh, no, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're having a great meal with I'm your like steak the dog and your pretzel in, bread. In the, I'm like the dog in the meme that's just like, this is fine. Just <laughs> eating my steak while everything else around me is on fire. <laughs> but it's one of oh, it was one of two restaurants. So official Disney policy is if you are a party of six or more, you mm. have to pay 18% tip. Yeah. That official policy, when you book the restaurant, does say it includes infants. Which, by the way, I think is absolute bollocks. Because yeah, that is ridiculous. He doesn't eat anything. He can't eat anything. He can only drink milk. Yeah. So I understand. If they yeah, he can't even sit at the table. He literally can't even sit up. Oh, I understand right. okay. if they're yeah. you know if they're under three you know if they're two and mm-hmm. they're eating and they're throwing food everywhere and they're sitting at the table and they're making a bit of a mess. But at his age, just ridiculous and. Every restaurant other than two basically obviously saw that to be the case and didn't charge us the 18%. Lasselia was not one of those. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mum argued it, got not just the Lasselia manager, I'm pretty sure they were a Disney manager to come out, who got very defensive but said, Mm -hmm. yeah, well, we'll give you the the money back on the tip. Mainly because my mum was like, well, you got stuff wrong. Service wasn't great. Like, why would we pay 18% anyway? 
Yeah. Um, so they did give us the money back, but I for I'd love to go back, but probably but um yeah, my name might now be up on the wall, but <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd take the kids back there. Yeah, yeah. Kids I mean it may not be good. Yeah. It may and not be the, the best restaurant for kids. Um and we were paying as well. Don't forget, like the, we didn't have the dining plan. Like yeah. our bill was like, I don't know, like nearly four hundred dollars. I think. Oof. Yeah. But, you know, and there were only four adults. Because I mean, that's the thing. Obviously, like, what the steak, steak is. Like the steak is like. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was thinking it's like sixty dollars, and then by the time you get a dessert on top and drinks. Yeah, and that's just one person. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we. I may be able to convince otherwise. Because we have the dining plan next year, it's a bit mm. different. Yeah, but you know, I'm not. I still think it's my, the best steak on property. But oh, yeah. I okay, take a bigger family group back. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. They just weren't set up for it. Now, the one place that was that we weren't expecting to be at all was the boathouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A, a really, really good meal uh, at the boathouse, and I wasn't. I was expecting it to be okay with with the kids, but it was really good. Uh, we went kind of like mid afternoon. It's like three o'clock, so not. They were like halfway between like lunch service and and dinner service, mm. but the servers were great. They they basically said, "Look, order your appetizers. Take your time. Don't don't worry about ordering your mains yet." Um, we had and, and like there were a few people like getting up and down for like toilet breaks and all sorts of things when you've got kids and changing and all that kind of stuff. So we were in there, I, I think probably for like two and a half hours, maybe even slightly longer. Right. No rush at all. And they were really, really good. And on the bill was 18%. We didn't have a problem paying it because we thought that the value that we just... got about the meal was justified. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and think so that's what... Because like revolving, like ridiculous. They yeah. were like, get out. I mean, that's definitely... I think that's definitely the difference between eating in the parks and eating out of the parks like obviously, obviously i say out of the parks obviously disney springs is not in is not a park but obviously it's still disney property but yeah there's a there's a significant difference because obviously inside the parks they do just want to churn as many people through as they can which i think is why that they have such small menus in the restaurants in the disney parks yeah um which is one of the things that i always sort of turns me off a little bit because obviously if we've got like my our fam our family sort of like different people you different people have different preferences in terms of food and so it's harder to find something a disney restaurant that everyone likes because the menus yeah. are smaller but yeah. something like the boathouse and generally around disney springs is a lot easier because the menus are a lot bigger yeah and it really it probably was the best meal we had well certainly in my opinion the best meal that we had just mm. because they were so relaxed and it, you know we ended up spending more i i bought yeah uh, I bought an extra drink, and I think I also got like a cocktail with my dessert. There was no, like, literally no rush to pay the bill or anything like that, and mm. it 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 kind of made the experience. Whereas the Cellier, yeah, it felt like we were in Planet Hollywood. That's how quick that they were trying to rush us through. Right. Well, I guess like you and I found that when we went in 2018, we we spent ages in in Boathouse, didn't we? We were there yeah, for, we, did. we were there for a long time, and there was no rush or anything like that to sort of push people through. So I mean, nice. in the state I was in, they probably weren't going to try and force me to leave. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't want the lawsuit when you fall over. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd say that was our that was our best meal. I think the other places that we went to, homecoming, like it's one of my favorites. But I can, I, I, th I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure, hundred percent that I had COVID. Um, there were right. five days where I couldn't taste or smell anything. Um, that's the first time that Don's heard me say that. Hey, uh, how do you I, mean? I, I said it quite a lot during the day because I was so oh, annoyed. Okay. <laughs> quite a lot. Um, I love the biscuits at homecoming. I love the fried chicken at homecoming. I couldn't taste a single thing. Nice. And I was, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and actually, it did make everyone else ill. That 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 restaurant. Oh, okay. Um my one of my parents has been ill after homecoming as well yeah and i i think i've been with uh our friend Stu before when we went with them a few years ago mm. and both him and i ended up throwing up 
that night after homecoming and we weren't drunk it's not like typical me and Stu. like yeah. we weren't we weren't drunk or anything so there must be something that they put in there like breadcrumbs or something like that yeah yeah well it's not undercooked chicken because if it was undercooked chicken you'd be really ill yeah yeah i think you'd i think you'd know it if it was undercooked chicken yeah um but yeah like i don't know whether it's something in the salads or something i don't i don't i don't know but yeah it's yeah. weird that several people have that we know have sort of been ill following our homecoming meal yeah it's so annoying though because i love the food there yeah yeah i def we we've not been i don't think we've been back as a family since yeah whoever it was was ill after um after that meal but yeah i mean the food has always been nice when we've been there yeah i really do like the food there not yeah. like a taste of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we went to other places. We went to um, Paddlefish, which wasn't planned, but um, Phoenix was unwell. Um, one of the days, he either got the stinking cold or COVID that I that I had, or whatever, right. whatever it was. He did make less fuss than me, yeah. Um, but Donna <laughs> put, took him back to the hotel, so um, me and my parents and, and Piper ended up going to Paddlefish. That was the first day that I could taste again, so I ended up ordering a whole lobster. <laughs> and like a massive slice of key lime pie treat yourself yeah exactly last time i went to paddlefish i wasn't that overly impressed from memory the food this time was was really good service was good um kids meal was was good as well actually so nice. I, I, i'd be nice. keen to go back there um t-rex always good always, like i think we went there our first like first day always a hit like i reckon yeah. next year we'll end up going twice to be honest yeah. Yeah, I mean they're great rest. They're, they're great restaurants. They've got really good menus, and I mean they're great for kids anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Piper loved it. She every time we walked past it, she said it's a dinosaur restaurant. She wanted to go back in. So <laughs> yes. like, I, I, I reckon we'll be in there twice. Yeah, I, I'd be no. surprised. That, that makes sense because it's not even it's not that expensive, like in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, like compared to other places. No, um, it's, it's not too yeah. bad at all. Um, other last couple of places we went to Yak and Yeti, um, always good in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they did rush us a bit by bringing out the mains as we were still eating the appetizers. Um, oh, okay. and my mom okay. said something, and they were like, Yeah, we get a lot of complaints about that. It's like, well, what <laughs> you do it? Um, that's, so was, weird. that's how we do it over here in, in America, and we get a lot of complaints from um, foreign visitors about that. It's like, well, oh, we you- see. Oh, basically she said look we're sorry like we can take it back and we said no don't worry uh, yeah. but she said next time if you just say like hold the ticket until you finish your appetizers they're quite happy to do it right okay okay yeah. i mean i think i reckon if we're not in a rush next year we'll probably just say can we order our appetizers first yeah and i think probably more people should say that because otherwise you're just going to get that yeah, or, or, yeah. I mean, because we often find, I, I say often, there, there's certain places that we've been to in Florida where they've been like, you'll you'll be eating your mains and they'll be like, oh, have you have you thought about dessert? It's like, yeah, no, I'm I'm literally eating my main. I've just I've just um, have a second second bite of my steak, so not really. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've not I've not taken it. I've not had a chance to look at the menu just yet. Um, yeah, the so selling is that well actually. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, there's certain places that do try and like rush you through, um, in that, and that annoys the hell out of my parents. Yeah, um, mine too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it annoys me, but it's just kind of like, yeah, not. It doesn't annoy me. Much. I kind of accept it is what it is, and maybe I shouldn't, but yeah, my parents definitely yeah. didn't stand for it. Um, yeah, and Raglan Road actually, which last time I went, I didn't think was amazing. And I I think I'm going back next year. I think it was, I think it was a good meal. Donald's quite yeah. surprised by it. But um what, what what did do you remember what you had? I had the burger. Oh, okay, okay. Was that the one that you did your dad did you say before that your dad had the burger there and he was like it's the best burger that he's had? Yeah, my dad thinks it's the best burger in the world. Uh, which right, I'm not okay. sure I'm fully convinced on, but it was a good burger. Okay, okay. I don't think I I've never had the burger there. Um it was good. The bread pudding is insane. Okay, like I amazing. I can't say I've had that. I can't remember what I would have had for dessert there. But it's so big, like it just like we managed to share it with like three people, right? And you get like a white chocolate sauce with it that's outstanding as well. Oh, okay, okay. That was really good. Again, didn't feel particularly rushed in there either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I've never felt rushed in there when we were there. 
I mean, they kind of want you to stay around and like look at the show and stuff as well, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that was really good. And then the last place that I went to, well, obviously we we did Jot Lindsay's, I think maybe three times, two or three times. Right. I wonder whose choice that was. Actually, actually not mine. I, like it did, was it Phoenix? Did he keep saying? Yeah, he did, he's kicking off. He's kicking <laughs> off. I was like, oh. I was like, he needs a feed. I'm like, no, he needs to go to Jot Lindsay's. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that was settling. The only thing. The first time was me. And then the, the other two times, my parents, we were in Disney Springs, like coming in at different times. Yeah. And my parents messaged me saying we're at Jot Lindsay's. And we've got you, we've basically saved you some seats. I was like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> I must have trained them don't, very well. Don't want to be rude. So, yeah. I mean, it's always good in there. For, I mean, I like it in there. I, I will say, I think next year, the food looked really good this year, didn't it, Diane? So I think next year we'll probably go there and, and it probably, it's probably not going to be on the dining plan, but maybe we'll have like a lunch in there and, and order a couple of uh, of the appetizers because it, it did look really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the, the place that I've wanted to try for a while and I got round to trying it because it was absolutely chucking it down. We got to, this is the day we were going to Paddlefish. Mm-hmm. My parents and Piper, they wanted to go in Under Armour, I think, which is opposite the Polite Pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to go shopping. My dad takes ages in the shops. I'm going to go and get a beer at the Polite Pig. Yeah. So I, I got a beer, sat outside, and then it absolutely tipped it down. And I realized I had the buggy in everyone's raincoats. Oh. <laughs> so my parents came out it's still raining and i'm literally they can see me i'm sat opposite just holding my pint up like lovely <laughs> and then it, as it was still raining and then piper wanted like needed a nap we yeah. ended up like staying in the polite pig for a couple of hours oh, okay maybe, yeah. maybe a bit less than that maybe it's about an hour hour and a half um and I, and I got a free pint oh how how do you wrangle that one uh, well, I, I ordered my drink. They it's like table service. You order inside, and then they bring the drinks out to you. Oh, okay. I ordered my drink, sat down, and then the guy came around like five minutes later, saying, "Did any of you order?" It was the same beer I was drinking. And I was like, "Oh, we we've literally just got ours." So no, it's not us. But we'll have mm-hmm. it if you're if you're offering. And he was kind of like, <laughs> and then it disappeared. And then like five minutes later, he was like, "No one else has ordered this, so you can have it if you want." <laughs> Nice, nice. So that was that was good, but it did mean at one point because I thought we'd be there, wouldn't be there long. I had like three pints just sat there on on my table. Yeah. Did you did you try any of the food? Yeah, uh, I tried the Brussels sprouts. Uh, okay. okay. Which which I really enjoyed. I again, I would go there for food. The food looked really good. Yeah. If it wasn't for the fact we would we had paddlefish booked, we probably would have eaten in there. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's, that's one for next time then. Yeah, I think so. It depends if it's on the dining plan or not, though. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure whether it would be or not. Um, I don't think, think it's a... it's not a Disney property, is it? It's not a Disney owned one. I think it is. Is it? I think it might. I be. thought it was a brand on its own. Oh, maybe. But I'm not. In t- I don't know. They've updated all of the dining plan um, restaurants for next year, so we'll. At some point closer to when when I go next year, we'll we'll do an episode on it. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've basically scratched the surface of the new things that we did. Oh yeah, and we also went to Trader Sam's, the outside bit, not the inside bit, unfortunately, uh, at the Polynesian. Oh so right, okay. We didn't actually go into Trader Sam's, the tiki bar, which mm-hmm. uh, it just so happened that Piper fell asleep in a buggy. You can't take buggies that are unfolded onto the buses. We were going to Disney Springs, so we thought, okay, we had plenty of time. Go, jump on the monorail where you can take buggies that, that are, are out, and we had time for a drink at the Polynesian. So we went to Trader Sam's, which was good. The drinks were nice, very expensive, as you'd expect. Yeah. But I will say that Polynesian's gone to the top of my list of places I want to stay. I mean, I, I thought it already was at the top of the list. It was. I mean, I think it probably was, but I mean, <laughs> even, even Donna was like, this is an, an amazing hotel. Yeah. Just comes with an amazing price tag. It does, and and a very yeah. child friendly as well, actually. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, really good. Uh, Riviera, we went inside as well because uh, we caught the Skyliner. Oh yeah. And Piper ended up having a quick service in there because she was she was really hungry. I loved it. Everyone else hated it. Um, it's very pretentious. Oh okay, okay. 
but I like I that. <laughs> I can't. I don't think I've ever been in there. Um, we went. We went near it on the um, on the Skyliner, but yeah, didn't. Stop yeah, I, I I thought it was great, but to be honest, if I had the money for a Riviera, I'd have the money for Polynesian, so I wouldn't be staying at the Riviera. Right. Yeah. Because Riviera is insanely expensive. Oh, it was ridiculous. I'm sure it, it definitely came up when we were when we were pricing up our you know May holiday. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was it's stupid money. So I think those are probably. I mean, maybe this episode can be all of the new things that that we did because mm-hmm. what I haven't talked about and we're running close to like nearly ninety minutes probably is like all of like the the things that are different now that we've got two kids. Right, and how that impacts the trip and all of that kind of thing. So maybe next week I'll do that and then mix it with the complete opposite, which is Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> the perfect combination, yeah. And we'll roll those two things into into one episode. Yeah, no, that works. That works. So yeah, I think that was the that was pretty much the the new things. Next, yeah, as I said, next week we'll cover off a bit more of the trip. Um, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please do leave us a review. And we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>